Welcome to In the Deep. I'm your host, Katherine Ingram. I've not put up a podcast for the past few weeks, as I was in the midst of a move and sale of my house in New York after living there for the past three years. I'm now visiting my family in Virginia, and I've been taking care of my father, who is not only at an advanced age, but has had Parkinson's for a decade. He's much diminished from his former self, both physically and mentally almost unrecognizable, with the exception of the way he lights up when one comes into the room or an occasional cunning gleam as he cajoles someone to put on his socks or get him another cup of coffee or do his bidding in dozens of ways throughout the day, all of which um, is a privilege to help with, at least for a short term. Um, He's unable to walk on his own. He can only take a few steps with a walker. So he mostly sits in front of the television from the time he wakes up until bedtime. I, too, have been slowed down of late. A few months ago, I came down with a virulent case of shingles, and I'm still in pain from that illness, although much improved since it began. Shingles, by the way, is a puny name for what that virus actually does to a body. Uh, I've heard that the Arabic translation is belt of fire, and that is certainly a more accurate description. I mention this by way of saying that it has been humbling and a great wake-up call, as I, just like my father prior to his illness, had enjoyed almost perfect health since birth. I'd always eschewed pharmaceuticals, and I prided myself on finding alternatives for any of my relatively minor physical issues, uh, which was not a difficult thing to do since I, I rarely ever needed uh, so-called white man medicine. That too has changed with regard to this illness. Uh, I found myself on the very day of my diagnosis in a hospital with IV drips uh, of antivirals and antibiotics and pain medication, and deeply grateful to be there, having what I would have formerly, formerly considered poisons flowing directly into my veins. Uh, I now considered it medicine, <laughs> much needed medicine. <laughs> It's all been a steep learning curve for how quickly one's bodily circumstances as well as one's beliefs and assumptions can change. For the past several days, I've been keeping my father company watching the Summer Olympics. Those young, powerful bodies, jumping, swimming, twisting, flipping in midair, and breathtaking gymnastic feats, uh, seem like <clears throat> alien creatures almost uh, like watching deep-sea animals, <laughs> alien creatures uh, compared to the compromised bodies of my father and myself, at least at this time. Although no, neither my father or I were star athletes as younger people, we were both quite active and had strong bodies that engaged in all manner of sporty exertions. So to come to a point in time when for my father it takes five to ten minutes to move from being seated on a couch to being seated in a wheelchair, and even that with the help of at least one other person, is quite a psychological distance from the life that he had uh, in the body that he had for most of his life. 
I find myself wondering what he's thinking as he watches the world's best athletes in Rio these days. All bodies age. Some age seemingly much more slowly, such as those octogenarians who bike around Europe, who are either blessed with phenomenal great health and immune response, or who have kept up healthy habits for most, most of their lives, or at least for many years. But all bodies age. There's a great battle against that, especially here in the U.S. There's a lot of denial about aging, and there's a lot of ageism that make, makes aging even more unpleasant than it already is, especially with the advent of technologies that younger people are naturally better at learning and using there is more disdain for older people, I dare say, than perhaps ever in history, at least uh, maybe here in, well, certainly in the U.S. As elders are seen as slow learners and being kind of out of it by the younger, more techie crowd. I wrote of this in my book, Passionate Presence. It's the difference between being adept at speed and understanding impermanence. Older people understand impermanence, the laws of change, in deeper ways than most of our younger counterparts. We understand this, of course, through loss, through living in aging bodies, through changes in relationships, through living one's own personal and global history in real time. We've had to adapt to changes that redefine how we even know ourselves over and over, a continual mystery of beingness, whether it's starting a new life in a new place, starting a new career, finding oneself alone after maybe years or decades of togetherness with someone, uh, suddenly being in a body that no longer functions properly, experiencing a world that has radically changed since the time of our own childhoods. All of these and thousands more life changes force an inner flow in the deeper recesses of the heart. They force a, a, re, a constant readjustment uh, with regard to how we feel ourselves to be, who we are. These kinds of adaptations in a life are different from quickly learning new software programs or adapting to greater speeds and expectations of our tools. It's a different kind of coming to terms with impermanence that requires a shift in one's own identity, an identity that gets looser with time, looser in a good way. So many times our identity is wrapped up in accomplishments, or in the way one looks, or in the way one's powerful body moves about, all kinds of ways that identity is forced to change with time. As I've said many times, I let these deeper life changes, most of which require a great letting go, be my ally in understanding the situation here. I know where this is all heading, and I'm so grateful for whatever time is left, and for whatever good health and peace I might enjoy in the coming years. And I encourage us each to allow every change that one initially resists become a friendly handshake with impermanence. As Heraclitus said, 
change alone is unchanging. This has been In the Deep. To support these podcasts, you can subscribe to this channel on iTunes or post a review there. If you'd like to know more about my work, book a private session, or make a tax-deductible donation for the ongoing production of the podcasts, please visit katherineingram.com. Till next time. <music>